All right, here we go again. It's our fourth episode of Odd Man Rush. Kyle Keefe, Connor McGahee, and a special guest today in studio. Please welcome Pavel Francis to the show. Do we clap there? Is yes, we right? do. Oh, yes. Thank you, Pavel, everybody. There's yes, a so lot that. of people that say that are going to mispronounce your name right off the bat. So you say it to everybody because the C is a... Okay, so my name is uh, Pavel Francis. Francis. There was an O. Francis. Say that again. I mean, it's tough. It's tough for you, I guess, because it because sounds a little bit weird. Yes. Like American. But we would say Pavel Francis. I mean, Connor, you gotta. I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say your name a lot. So I want, <laughs> I like to get it correct. Yeah. Right. I mean, so we've come a long way from right. whatever we called you, Francis. Right. I, I mean, even Francus. I, I think it sounds pretty cool, and I don't mind it. But I mean, your preference is what? Because you tell I'm, me. I'm, it's just my name, Francis. Francis. Okay. See, the we, more you learn. Doing, we've been I've been doing Dr. Seuss. Seuss. Yeah, right. Francis. So we were wrong, and we apologize. We're sorry. It's okay. And the nickname, <laughs> the, the boys call you Frankie? or Yeah. Okay. Well, because fans like to know that stuff. That's mm -hmm. what a great nickname, Frankie. Do you uh, like Frankie? It, it comes from the Frankoos. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's what they called me when I first came over here, and Frankie's from that. Love it. Well, good. Glad you're here. So Connor and I have been talking about your hometown, and we're going to get through a little pronunciation, too. So I'm going to guess it's... Beeson. He's going to guess. Uh, Pizel. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Samson, I know, is way off. Uh, it's Pazing. Pazing? Pazing. 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 Right, which is, a, I mean, you're basically <laughs> in between <laughs> Austria, uh, Germany, Poland. Yeah. Okay, now, did you live there your whole life? How, do, how What kind of upbringing did you have? Yeah, I lived in this city. Uh, since I got born and uh, I left uh, when I was 20 to play hockey somewhere else uh, and uh, then I moved to Russia to play there for a while and then I'm here but like Czech is it's so small that it's not even like someone asked me like do you live far from Prague so I would tell him like yeah I live pretty far and he said how, how far I said like I don't know 100 kilometers right and he said Okay, so it's not far. <laughs> I can but hitchhike to Prague us, from your hometown. For us, it's pretty far, but yeah. for you, it's so close. It but is in close. kilometers, I don't understand kilometers. To this day, I don't understand kilometers. So 90 kilometers is basically 60 miles? Is I that, think so. Okay, yeah. right. So you're, so growing up there, you, I mean, you're on a whole bunch of different teams, juniors, uh, 15 years old. You led the league with 25 wins. You sort of move your way up through your career. Did you feel like you, you got better Every, I mean, obviously you did, but could you feel yourself maturing? And at what point did you say to yourself, you know, maybe I got a shot one day at playing at the highest level in the National Hockey League? I don't really know where was that point, but uh, I was taking small steps all my career, and uh, I was kind of like uh, trying to get better every year. And like my dreams were moving too. Like first, I was dreaming about playing the Czech League, being a number one there, and then. Uh, when I played there for a while, I established myself in that league, so I was like hoping maybe I can go somewhere else. Like KHL is like the best league in Europe, right. so that was my another step. When you moved to the KHL, and we'll go back to your beginnings mm -hmm. in a moment, but when you moved to the KHL, how different is the culture and how different is the hockey than what we're used to? And uh, did you have to sort of learn some Russian when you went to the KHL? I mean. Uh, when I was going to the high school, my first language was Czech language, then was English, and then 
I picked Russian, so I had my, I had like basics in Russian too. Sure. So when I came over there, it took only like two or three months since I got what since I could like talk. Really? Well, that's impressive. Yeah. They use a whole different alphabet too. Yeah, I guess. it is. So can you communicate with Russian? I mean, pretty pretty yeah. fluently. Yeah, I oh, think so. How about that? So if Zadorov screams something, you know exactly what he's yeah. saying, and you understand the slang and all that sort of I stuff think too. So yeah, I know bad so, words and everything. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, so that's interesting. So you know three languages, mm -hmm. or is it four? Three, three, three yeah. languages. English was it harder to learn English than it was Russian? Uh, I wouldn't say so. No, it's it's easier to learn English than Russian. Really? But like for us, you know, like the Czech language, it's like Slovenian too. So it's kind of like it's kind of like similar to Russian, some words. But uh, as you said, the, the different alphabet mm. and everything. It, it was pretty different. Yeah, it's crazy that uh, hockey players, I mean, it, that's crazy, right? Well, I mean, I, we were talking we about... uneducated human well, beings. Well, but the thing is, is, is English is usually a common language, you know, language of business, for example. Mm -hmm. And so, like in Germany, I mean, we were talking to, to Gruby, and he said, you know, I'm German, and then English was mm -hmm. almost required right after that. Yeah. Was, there, was it a requirement to learn English, or was it sort of maybe suggested that you learn English a little I bit? I mean, I... I played hockey and I knew that maybe one day I can go to play out of my country. So I was I was really into languages. So yeah, that was kind of like part of my plan. Well, Burakovsky, you know, he's born in Austria, you know, lives in Sweden, but he's I mean, he speaks a lot of languages yeah. too. Do you guys talk about that versatility at all ever? I know you guys are just new teammates mm -hmm. over the past couple of weeks, but did you find that in common with the two of you? Yeah, I mean, uh, there are a couple of guys who speak a lot of languages. I mean, I, even Belmar, he would, I think his wife is Swedish, so he's, he speaks Swedish to the guys, and French, of course, and English too. So it's, uh, I think it's awesome if you, know, if you know that many languages and you're able to talk to like different people. Yeah, see in my house, all you have to do is say yes or no, or yes ma'am or no ma'am, and then you get along great. <laughs> there you go, ma'am, very important. <laughs> exactly. Did you eat your breakfast? No ma'am. No ma'am, I did not, I It apologize. looked too healthy for me to put it in my mouth. Um, so I wrote this down, you were considered the quote unquote best goaltender in the Czech Republic when you led the league in almost every statistical category. What, that was in 1450. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of when you were like, okay, so I'm getting some recognition. I mean, if you're the best goaltender in a country, obviously you're doing something right. Yeah, this was this was a great year. I mean, the whole team played really good. So, yeah, we were on a, we were just enjoying the game that year. We won the league and we won the cup. So, it was it was just awesome. And of course, I was feeling like, uh, okay, this is this is done and I would like to go somewhere else. Right. And not only are you the best goaltender in the Czech Republic, you go to the KHL, you're named best goaltender there as well. Uh, what was sort of the, the differences between playing in the Czech and playing in the K? Uh, in KHL, it's, uh, it's pretty different because, uh, as I said, the Czech country is small, so you don't travel that much f for the games. You usually go on a game day by bus and uh, in Russia, you know how big Russia is, yeah. and it, the traveling was just crazy sometimes. You would travel through like eight time zones to play a game. On a bus? Biggest country on no, earth. By, no, by, by plane, okay, but still like you, you play the game and in your head it's like 4 a.m. So sometimes it was really hard. But I don't know, it's, it was a great time there too. I, 
I have only the best memories. So you also played in the Winter Olympics in 2018. Uh, I believe you were four and two. I think you guys lost in the semis to mm -hmm. Russia. Uh, what was the Olympics like? I, I always like to ask athletes what sort of the the fanfare is. You know, you hear your 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 country's anthem, or you you sort of see the people from the country rally. I mean, was that that'd be a different kind of feeling than anything you've ever experienced? Yeah, it was pretty dif dif different than like the World Championships and everything. But uh, it's been just great because like you're all around the other sportsmen too. So you go to the breakfast, you you meet all the like like you're sitting at you're stars. having like breakfast with swimmers yes well maybe not no, the no swimmers <laughs> uh kyle the, uh, <laughs> swimming is a is a, okay. is a summer olympic but bobsledders you know sport. what i mean there you go so, good example like who like what kind of sports are you talking about who are you running into it was there were <laughs> some <Sorry>. swimmers <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you man. doing here in your speedo <laughs> It's the Winter Olympics, <laughs> damn it! I, I, actually, what I say to Kyle on a regular basis. <laughs> so, who are you? Who would you run into? Like, oh, I mean, like you could watch. Uh, one night, you could watch the the speed skating finals. You would see like the girls celebrating with the gold medal. Yeah. And next morning, you would see her wearing the gold medal on the breakfast, which was, and that was pretty cool, I think. And then, wh wh so where? What kind of hostel did they have you? Who were you sort of living with? Was it just the team, or were you? It was like a, I don't know. It was it was huge. I mean, there. Were, I mean, all the all the all the sportsmen were living Did you have there. Your room? No, in my room. Oh. We had like a, in our room. It was like three bedrooms. So it was two in two guys in every bedroom. Okay. So six guys in a room. And how long were you there? So you were, I guess two weeks. Two weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh. But it's like an apartment, pretty much. And then yeah, because the Olympic it was like an Village. Apartment building. Yeah. So huh. yeah. Where where are you living now? Are you? I'm obviously here, but I mean, where? In a house. Oh, you are <laughs> with a mouse. <laughs> but I mean, it's and now you now you're here. Which part? You, yeah, but I mean, I, you're starting to get situated. I think like it's you, called uh, Virginia Village. Okay, but I mean, you're starting to get situated and, and sort of, you know, do you have a lawnmower? Do you have a lawn? I mean, how how ingrained to this are are you? I mean, uh, we just uh, found the, the nice house and uh, everything worked worked out and yeah. I had to go to Ikea to buy some... <laughs> <laughs> Landy sent you yeah. there. <laughs> Tell him Gabriel Landeskog sent you. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't think I'll, I'll ever go back to Ikea. It's the scariest place. I, I had... Uh, I mean, I've the had... worst part is that you have to put everything together. Right. I mean, literally everything. You have to meld down metal to make screws to actually put it. Put your What did you buy together? there? Like a couch, a, a bed. What else? A chair? How chair. long did it take you to put all those things together? Three and a half it. weeks? I'm not finished. Not finished. <laughs> still in progress. Stay tuned, everybody. I'm still on the floor in my sleeping bag. If anybody knows how to put those things together. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess this is like a, an official welcome to Denver. Um, what uh, what's training camp been like? Uh, what's your relationship with Philip been like? I mean, uh, of course, it's hard because. Uh, we practice hard and uh, all the testing, so it's not easy. But then you're in a great group of guys, yeah. so it's it makes everything easier and it more fun. The testing you brought it up. The bike. Mm. It's all I hear about the bike. I want to mm -hmm. throw up from the bike. The bike. The bike. Is it the hardest? Hard? I think so. Yeah, the skating test isn't really easy too, but Hard, yeah, harder on goalies. No kidding. Yeah. Oof. And. But I was really happy we skipped the uh, shuttle run. 
I think it was the worst last year. Mm. And do you have to finish? Is there a certain time that they say, look, we want you to finish underneath this time? Because I know, like, body fat. Like, mm -hmm. Johnny Lyles always yeah. used to talk about the body fat. They want you under, like, 10 mm -hmm. or whatever it is. But as far as the eraser run or the shuttle run, is there, like, hey, you got to be under this time? Yeah, I think there's some time for the players, but I'm not sure about the goalies. I think yeah. we have just different time. Yeah. What made you want to be a goalie, by the way? Mm. I don't know. Uh, I'm asking myself to you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I was always the guy who didn't run forward. And uh, I was more the guy who wants to be safe and like save the team. So I didn't really want to score goals, but I was always the guy who was around our net and trying to defend. When you were a little guy, were yeah. you a forward? Or you always I was a D-man oh, first, yeah, but I was still messing around the, the, the net and everything. Yeah. So yeah, they told me to try goalie. So what age was that where you went like from? seven. So, so mm -hmm. you were a defenseman at seven and then became yeah. a goalie. Yeah. How about that? It's interesting how that happens. My daughter's you know, at DU trying to offer these teams and you know, she's slower and, you know, worse than a lot of the boys are. And she's like, no, maybe I should be a goalie. I'm like, ah, you know, it's a little bit harder than you think. You know, it's a little bit harder. Um, do you have any sort of weird superstitions? You know, because a lot of times goalies will. Goalies I, used, I, used to, I used to be pretty superstitious uh, when I was younger, but I was, trying, I was trying to, like, get rid of it. So Like what? I don't know. It was just some basic everyday stuff. The dressing and uh, like in in order a certain way. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like left skate first and then right yeah. skate stuff yeah. like that. I did some stuff on the ice too when I was younger. Yeah. So yeah, right to left, check the each bar, maybe a yeah. sip of water I, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was following the same same stuff. But you don't time. really do that now no, anymore. I don't do it anymore. So Remember, uh, Patrick used to jump over, over the blue line. Yeah, he, yeah, wouldn't, he would never uh, touch the blue line. I did the line. same thing. I really? Step on the lines and stuff. What about growing up? Was there a, was there a couple goalies that you sort of were like, ah, oh, that's my guy? I mean, like we all had this guy in Czech. It was Dominic Hasek. Oh, oh yeah. He was our number one. We all hero. know about Dominic <laughs> yeah. Hasek. Is and, he uh, the most? He's the most athletic goaltender probably of all yeah. time. I mean, he's his saves were crazy. I know. Crazy. I can see how you could be a kid and, and love watching Hashi. Yeah. We all loved him, and uh, he won the Olympic Games in 98 yeah. mm -hmm. in Nagano. So it was, he was like a king in Czech. Have you ever so, met him? Uh, yeah, I met him a couple of times. And a good guy, good dude? Yeah, he yeah. is a really good guy. I, I would imagine that Heyduk's name gets thrown around over there a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Have you ever met Milan? Yeah, I met him here last year. Oh, you did? Yeah. He's a good golfer. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's... I he's heard, a, I already heard he's a good golfer, he's a good tennis player. I think he's good in everything. <laughs> he is. His jersey is retired at Pepsi yeah. Center, he's good at things. It's like, it's like you know, some guys just have it, and, right. and Milan was, was one of those guys. But as far as Czech hockey players, who were the top two or three that you grew up watching, or maybe the biggest rock stars as far as, as what, Jager is Jager, up there probably? Yeah. Hasek, who else? Or are those else? the two? <laughs> <laughs> no, there. I mean, there. There was Martin Straka. Oh um, yeah. Uh, I don't know who else. Was uh, well, I guess he was slow. Well, Mrazik's. I mean, he doesn't have quite Mrazic? the the resume as some of those guys. But you know, yeah, it's he's from different generations. Right. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting because when you go through, I mean, unless you're a, a hockey bio nerd, mm -hmm. right? You just understand that this player is from Europe, you know, and you don't bother to, like, study the country. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many hockey players there are in the National Hockey League from Austria. We have one on our team. Right. Ironically. I mean, but 
you know, you don't necessarily associate, yeah. you know, players. So it's always interesting to go, you know, who was the big stud? I think Eliash was pretty famous oh, too. Oh, yeah, no Petr kidding. Sikora. Yeah. yeah. So these guys. Yeah. yeah. We had we had a really strong generation around the 2000 or something. Sure. But it's not the same now. So you have a pilot's license? I do. Yeah, what? seriously. I mean, like what? Is, you love How? flying, or I mean, <laughs> I liked, yeah, I like flying. And when I played in Czech, I had some like free time, so I was like, maybe I can try to get my license. And uh, it's just like single engine pilot license, but uh, unfortunately now expired because I'm not in Czech anymore, and I don't I don't have really time to fly. But so do you have to do you have to get a license Start here over? too? You, no. No, you can like renew it, okay. but you have to fly certain number of amount. hours. Yeah. Okay. So you know that the practice facility is right next. I know. I can see it every day. <laughs> I know. Right over his head. From the gym. You can't avoid it. So are you going to, I mean, is there any plans to sort of renew? I don't know. I don't think I'll have this much time this year, but maybe you know, one day. So Mark Mosier, you know, also has a pilot's license. Really? I don't know if it's current. Who would, I, you, who would you trust more flying your plane, Mark Mosier <laughs> or Frankie? It's 100%. Frankly, 100%, without <laughs> I, if, a doubt. If I had to be in that little tiny plane with Mosier, I would jump out without a parachute and hope I landed in a body of water. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was a briar patch. Here's what I'm doing now. I'm accelerating. That was everything. Does my hair look okay? Oh, give me my phone. It's bubble. You know, it's like, yeah, it's... So I think that's so crazy that... Uh, how many flights have you done? How many... I mean... I was like more than 100 hours. Oh, wow. wow. And the whole single engine thing doesn't freak you out at all. Like, there's one no. engine. If anything happens, it's... I mean, you're, you're trained to land with no engine, so... Oh, really? I kind of, like, trust the... You, you the, see, <laughs> see, Kyle is... The aerodynamics of a plane. <laughs> a hypochondriac? Kyle is a hypochondriac, a nervous flyer, too. I practically have to hug him on the plane sometimes <laughs> and assure him that everything's going to be okay. Right. So... You saying that helps him out a lot, it does. I think. Yeah, yeah so, so if I'm you. ever on the team flight, I don't go on all the trips, but some of them, I'll just, I'll give you a look back and yeah. you give me the... <laughs> it's fine. This Everything's is just fine. normal That's all I need is just one sort of, you know, reassurance that everything's going to be fine. Um, helmet, your helmet. Do you do, uh, you get to personalize your helmet? Have you, have you thought about it? Have you already done it? Yeah, I do it every year. And I mean, so what do we got going? I mean, in here, I, I do have the mountains, of course, and yeah. the city. I have some, I have my number there, the avalanche signs and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's pretty basic, but uh, I love to, I love to process. I love to think about it, what I'm going to have the next, next year. And I talk to my guy who, who like do the airbrush and uh, I just like it. How long does it take to do a helmet? I mean, you give him the if order. If I rush him a lot, he can, he can do it in a week or. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I really, I don't know if a lot of people can see your shoe, but you have 33 on your shoe. What, is that a uh, type of shoe? Yeah. No, it's like. Oh, there's Homer Simpson. Homer there Simpson too. is over here. Well, you put your shoe on the table for the people that can actually see. Here's Bart. Yeah, you got a little Homer Simpson. Uh, <laughs> go. There you go. Where? Where did you get? Are, what kind of shoes are yeah, those? Yeah, seriously, where'd you get those? Uh, I did it myself. You did. No, you, you did, did not. You put Homer I, Simpson on your shoes. Yeah. You can draw that. You drew that. I did it, like, I was just following the YouTube tutorial. You drew that? Mm-hmm. You speak three languages, and you can draw Homer Simpson. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is Homer Simpson to a T. I mean, it is perfect. Can you guys see that on the camera, how good this is? Lift up your foot. Hold on. And, and, and for you those of you listening as well, imagine just a still shot of Homer Simpson. Perfect. It's perfect. 
and he's, oh, oh well, it's amazing. <laughs> I've got a pair of shoes I'd like you to take a look at. <laughs> uh, what else can you draw? Yeah, I don't know, like everything that's on YouTube. I was just following the tutorial, so. It's that easy. I, yeah, I think it's a little I, bit harder than that. Well, you have to have clearly some natural born talent, right. uh, which I do not possess. It's amazing. And then you have like the, the EKG on the side there yeah. just for fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a heart arrhythmia problem, so his <laughs> would have to would take up most of the shoe. If I still ain't compared. He flatlines for a little bit, but right. then he comes back to life. If you had, uh, we're going to get into some fun questions here, um, but if you had a couple days off, like no hockey, no ring, what would you do here in Colorado? What would you, how would you spend your time? I would, I would go to the mountains. I would love to see Veal and Aspen, maybe try to ski there, or I don't know, have fun. So you haven't been up there then yet? No, I haven't been in these places. I've been to other places, but... We got to, I mean, that's a must do. You yeah. go up there and it's like, whew. I mean, it's a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's awesome. Do you have any dogs or pets or you have nothing? Hamster? Do you want I've hamster. Hamster. <laughs> a mouse in the house? <laughs> well, they're, <laughs> they're easy. You just feed them and you go to work. I have some maybe I don't know about them. <laughs> mouse he doesn't know about. Um, uh, don't pick from this. We are going to uh, play a little game. No, it's this. Is it? We're going to give him I put the I put the example over there. Yes. So okay. he's going to pick this one. Yeah. Yes. So for those of you who can't see, we are going to make him draw a card that old nerds uh, play at home when they drink wine and they have friends over. So uh, whatever the question says, uh, we'd like you to answer it as mm -hmm. honestly and truthfully and as oh, you're going to ask it for him. Go ahead. Wait. You want this is to him. Okay. Or do you want him to read it? And then yeah, you read it. it. You read it. Okay, it's you, it's you yours now. It. It's your, your question. <laughs> <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> Should kids be forced to try new foods? Yes. No. No? Why? Because I was forced to eat tomatoes when I was younger, <laughs> and I hate it even now. I can put, Still don't do tomatoes. I can put like fresh tomato to my mouth. Really? Yeah. What about ketchup? I like ketchup. It's well, that's good. a tomato? I know. Mm. What if you same. put like salt and pepper on a tomato? No, no. still no. Okay, is really? it the texture? Yeah, I think like even the, the smell and taste. I don't know. See, so b because he was forced to do something, not by choice. Yeah. yeah, but take mental notes. These are fun things for later in the year. Shouldn't have told him you don't like tomatoes. <laughs> I love those. There's a tomato salad. You know what I used to do? My parents used to give me a cauliflower, and then I would take a drink of their milk, and I would spit the cauliflower in their milk. Then they would get done. It was kind of like <laughs> Cody Steve. They'd get done. Oh, good God. By that, I have the cul-de-sac right in my bike. Get back in here. Okay, go ahead. This one, this one is, uh, what's it say? What's your favorite dessert? Mmm. Mm. Got a lot of food going on here. Yeah. I don't know, cheesecake? Oh, cheesecake. Okay. All kinds. Yeah. All kinds of cheesecake. Yes. What you about like you? I, uh, I like many desserts. If I had that to pick one, one, I would pick the Hostess uh, apple pie that you buy from Conoco. You what are you, Mark Mosier? I know, but they are wonderful. <laughs> They've only got 850 calories. So Mosier loves to get burritos from 7-Eleven, and Kyle apparently likes to get dessert from mm. Conoco. They're so, horrible. They're not good for you. Okay, what do you We got? are the fast food network. <laughs> <laughs> Who is one of your heroes, and why do would they inspire you? Mm. That's a pretty tough question, though. I don't know. Uh, I would say you, you're not gonna know this guy. That's okay. That's okay. It's, uh, it's your personal Tomasz hero, Tomasz Garik Masaryk. Yeah. Okay. He was the founder of Czechoslovakia, and uh, he was a pretty inspiring guy. Wow. He was the first president too. Oh, really? Yeah. So you kind of. Do you, have you, is he still alive? No. No, I mean, okay. so you're talking like Czechoslovakia. 18. 
right? Oh, okay. When because it goes from... Czechoslovakia and then Czech, Czech Republic, Republic. Yeah. right? Um, because you, you look, you we used to look at hockey players' bios, and yeah. if they mm -hmm. were born when it was still yeah. Czechoslovakia, it would actually like Milan Hedud, for example, it would say yeah. Czechoslovakia on there. Fascinating, because before Czechoslovakia, what was the region? It like, was. What was uh, it? I think it was. Uh, I don't really know how to say it in English, mm. but it was like a old, I don't know, monarchy. Right. Mm. So, yeah. So do you read a lot? I like to read, yeah. Like history? I mean, you obviously Yeah, history. Are, yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm, that's cool. All right, I like history too. All right. Another one? We'll do two, two more. more. Two more. Would you keep a secret if you, know, if you knew someone would get hurt if you did? Would you keep a secret? If you knew someone would get hurt if you did. If you kept the secret? If, no, I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> keep the secret. <laughs> He's a pretty straight shooter. Yeah, you know? he doesn't He's want to hurt anybody. No, he doesn't. Wouldn't hurt a mouse in a house. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> All right, last question. Here we go. Here we go. I hope it's not Here about food. If you were showing a foreigner around your town, where would you take them? That's a good question. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know uh, something about my hometown, Pazeng? Yeah. Well, I couldn't even pronounce it, so Pizen. no. What is it? So it's like in English, it's Pilsen. Okay. Does he help? Like Pilsner. Do you know Pilsner? No, no, but if you go to a map, they spell it with an L. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I went there and I looked up yeah. Pizen. It wasn't there. It was spelled with an L. Pilsen? Yeah. Yeah. So you know Pilsner beer? Yes. Yeah. It's like all kinds of Pilsners in here, even here. It's, it's like they're following the first recipe from my hometown. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like a world famous beer from my hometown. What's the name? What's Pilsner Urquell? Pilsner Urquell. Yes, wow. I've, I've seen you imbibe in a Pilsner. I Urquell have before. had one. Yes. Wow! So it's like a, a massive brewery, or is yeah, it, uh... it's massive and it's old too. So it's they do the really nice tour in the bravery where where you can actually like taste the original beer, which is made like in in the, following the old you know the recipe and stuff. So it's very cool. I feel like we got to go. I mean, the more you know, right? <laughs> yes. Right. The more you there you know. go. So if you see uh, Pavel on the streets, bring him a box of cherry tomatoes <laughs> and a ice cold Pilsner beer. <laughs> oh, well, Pavel, I mean, this has been great, man. Thank you. I know you got a lot going on, and uh, it's preseason. You're trying to put together furniture. <laughs> but uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it was awesome. I, th I think it's important for fans. You know, to get to know you. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you're yeah. going to be here, hopefully, for a real long time. So Thank you yeah. for having yeah. me. Yeah, no, guys. pleasure Thanks. is ours. And Thank I'm going to bring you a pair of shoes. I want you to draw a marge on my, on my shoes. Oh, better be high tops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you watching, thank you. For those of you listening, don't forget to rate the podcast, tell your friends about it, and write a review. Uh, we'd appreciate a good one, but uh, all of them are appreciated. Five stars, if you don't mind. Not for us. For him, Bavel Francis. This has been Odd Man Rush, episode number four. We'll see you next time.